Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of emc2learning.com, the greatest community of educators around. Let's dive into today's episode, uh, but before we do, uh, just a fair warning, I have a bit of a cold. You can kind of hear that head cold, but I haven't missed an episode in seven years, so I wasn't about to miss it today. So we're shooting. So we can get this episode out. This episode is creativity as an act of exploration. And what the heck does that mean? I really love this idea of getting kids to create. And creativity can mean using the colored pencils and the crayons and the you know cray paper and whatnot. Creativity could be in the form of writing. It could be in the form of speech. Right, obviously, it takes it takes all sorts of forms to be creative. And anybody that's been part of the channel knows that I love exploration. I love the idea of an explorer, the bravery of an explorer, the drive of an explorer. Right, this belief that there is something out there that they want to touch, they want to see, they want to overturn. And then at the same time, they want to come back and share that, right? An explorer doesn't just explore for themselves. They explore for others. And I think that's cool. So I titled this Creativity as an Act of Exploration because I think too many classrooms have been worn down to micro-tasks, worksheets, fill in the blanks, uh, even graphic organizers to some degree, right? This this idea of doing tiny micro tasks, because uh, I think we can feel like we're moving the ball forward for the kid by giving them that worksheet. They didn't know the answers to that worksheet. And then as we did our lecture and they followed along, I think that's called guided notes, I think is the term, right, where... The notes have half the notes filled in for you, even more than half, and the kids are just listening for that fill-in-the-blank word. But creativity, as an act of exploration, it's this idea that when they're creating, they're truly moving into a space and place that they don't, they don't know the answer, nor do you. You don't know what they're going to create. And... I think that takes a bravery, but it also gives tremendous agency. They are the ones making the choice of what to put down on that creative exploration. So this episode is to try to get us to see the power of creativity. And I know when I go speak, sometimes one of the first things you know teachers say is, but, but how do I assess this? And that's a tricky one because I know what they're saying. I know they're thinking from a district standpoint. They're thinking from, well, but I have to put in power school so many grades this week. And, you know, we score on a 90 to 93 as an A minus or whatever. So I get what they're saying. But the term assessment 
dates back to Roman times. And it comes down to actually like property. And it was assessing the value of property. And even in the Roman times, the, 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 the word assessment knew that it was a, it was an opinion. And I think some of the best teaching we do, obviously, is with our own children. And we don't give them scores, right? We give them advice. It's, it's a dance between like them trying something and then us giving us them feedback, right? And that loop is us doing a great job as an educator and as a parent. And then in our classrooms, we try to math it all out. And the more we try to math it all out, the more we give math-based tasks. And what I mean by that is that fill in the blank. There are 10 fill in the blanks. You got nine of them right. So... I can easily say, you got 9 out of 10. You're proficient in this, right? You've mastered this, whatever the term is. But have I done my job in that example of the parent? Have I been a good parent? Have I been a good educator? Are those systems built for us to feel good or are those systems built for us to serve our students? And I think creativity as an act of exploration is getting them comfortable in the uncomfortable getting them to realize they're strong enough to do the hard things and getting them to realize you're there to help them through the hard things. So when we look at kind of one of John and Mai's guiding principles at EMC2, Bloom's Taxonomy. This is a core piece to John and I's recipes for what we create. In fact, that's the, that's the charge. At the top of Bloom's Taxonomy, for those of you that aren't familiar with it, uh, Bloom's Taxonomy is kind of this pyramid shape. And the ideal is to go higher and higher up on the pyramid. And with each step of the pyramid, it incorporates the previous step. So the base step is remember. And remembering is about recalling facts and basic concepts. You know, can you define, can you memorize a list, can you repeat it, right? This isn't the most academic thing you could do. Uh, so again, moving up the pyramid is important. But remember, every level of the pyramid incorporates previous levels. So if we move from remember to understand, this is where you can explain ideas or concepts. You can clarify, describe, discuss, explain. Locate, recognize, report, select, translate. That obviously incorporates remember because those are the facts that you're doing the understanding with. Now, John and I often talk that too many classrooms fall in the bottom half of the pyramid. Many stay just in the remember. Can you recall basic facts? Some better ones with the essays you know, or whatever, maybe a speech or a project goes up to understand. Uh, but most classes, we feel kind of dance between these two, remember and understand. And there are four more levels of this pyramid to get to. If we move from understand, we get to apply. And apply has used information for new situations. So this is, is starting to get into that creativity as an act of discovery. 
right? You, when you apply that knowledge, you're executing, you're implementing, you're solving, using, demonstrating, interpreting, uh, sketching. So this, this is applying that information you knew from one subset and maybe apply it in a different subset, not just a fill in the blank. You are literally exploring there. You're creating something new, a new answer, a new situation. You are applying that knowledge in a, in a new way. And of course, to do that, you have to understand and you have to remember. So again, the more we move up on that pyramid, the more we're still hitting those basic facts, which we as teachers want to make sure they know and understand. And that's why many of us fall in that trap of staying in the remembering and understanding with those fill in the blank worksheets, those TPT worksheets, right? Then we move up to analysis. Analysis, this is, we can differentiate between things. You can organize things, compare and contrast things, distinguish, examine, experiment, question, test. This is uh, we're drawing connections among the ideas that these kids have. And in order to do that, you have to be applying that information in new situations, understanding, you know, and remembering. Now we got two more levels, two more legs of this pyramid go. And the next one is evaluate. And evaluate, you justify and justify a stand or a decision. You argue, you defend, you judge, you select, you support, you value, you critique, you weigh the possibilities. John and I definitely think persuasive arguments is a powerful tool that we can build into our classrooms. And maybe not just as a single drop-in. Have them do that throughout because you are constantly evaluating if you're having that kind of discussion in your classroom or dialogue in your classroom. And again, to evaluate, you have to analyze that information, you have to decide what's to, to use. You have to apply the knowledge you've learned in new situations, thus the talk here. Then we have to understand and remember the facts. And the last peak, which John and I hope to try to get to in almost all of our resources, we want you literally, we want you on the top half of the pyramid through our resources almost all the time and get you out of the, the trend of the bottom half of the pyramid. And the top, the cap, for those of you that don't know Bloom's Taxonomy, is create, produce new or original work, design, assemble, construct, conjecture, develop, formulate, author, investigate. These are the words that we definitely want in our world. Uh, in our classrooms and then in that world for our students. And I think the more we move up on that, the more we get them into that creativity where they're applying, they're creating something new. And, and remember, we started using the word create with the top half of the pyramid when we were analyzing, evaluating, and creating. And so this idea of in a new situation, right? So moving above that bottom half is important. And when we do, the kids get this ownership. The kids get this pride. They, they're excited by what they do. And they're proud of the outcomes. And so I really, I really want to encourage you guys to think through the activities that are happening in your classroom. And when you wonder about how to assess something like this, 
Think of it more as giving feedback. Trust some of your instincts. You'll know what to, you know, what and how to guide the student to the next level. And if your district requires you to put in some sort of scores, put in some scores on that. But trust your instincts on that. Right? Don't math out the mind. Right? Creativity, children's minds, education cannot nor should be reduced to a number. Uh, and I know many of us have to. I have to. So, like, I'm in the same boat as all of you. But I know what's right for kids. And so the more I can allow my students to be explorers, to create to use this information that you've given them, you've opened their minds to, and allowing them to sort of apply that through all sorts of zany situations. I'm going to continue to hold to that and continue to do that good work. And I would love it if you did that work with us. John, I have mentioned John and I. John is my business partner and co-founder of emc2learning.com. We would love it if you went over there and joined our community is a group of educators, sort of top-tier educators, working on bringing the best to their students. It won't be easy, but we got you. We got you back. We're here to help. All right, everybody. That is all we have for today. Uh, thanks for sticking with me on this. Sorry about my cold. I hope to have that cleared up before next week and next episode. Uh, as always, thank you so much for being a part of this community. Everybody, have a good day and play on. <laughs>